Hi, it's Melissa Moore, and welcome to Mile High Magazine. Great to have you with us on this Sunday morning. Well, I'm excited to talk this week with Raju Patel, the Denver Market President and Commercial Banking Executive with Bank of America. Good morning. Morning, Melissa. Glad uh, I can join you this morning. Well, thank you so much for being here. Let's talk a little bit because I do a lot of interviews with different nonprofits and I constantly am hearing how COVID-19 has negatively affected them and how hard they're having to work to raise money that they need to keep their nonprofits going. What are you hearing? Because you're in the banking community from these organizations. Yes. So what we um, are hearing uh, is that community organizations are experiencing greater demand uh, to meet the needs of vulnerable populations. Uh, and as many as 70% of non-for-profits are reporting a drop in contributions during this coronavirus period mm-hmm. or as a result of it. And so as a result, organizations that provide critical services are calling on the private sector uh, to dig deeper and give more. So organizations like Bank of America. Uh, and look, uh, we're committed to helping make um, people's financial lives better uh, and to see how we can uh, help them. Give me some examples of some of the things that you're doing as you're working with the nonprofits right now. Not-for-profits are um, a cornerstone of how we uh, help create economic mobility and social justice. Uh, And we know we can uh, grow our business responsibility uh, responsibly and also deliver for what society needs from us. So let me um, give you three examples or a couple of examples of how our philanthropic giving is focused on urgent issues uh, impacting uh, the community. So uh, one is the St. Francis Center. Uh, So it's a... uh, Homeless, it provides homeless adult access to health care, treatment services, workforce skills, uh, and the ability for homeless people to transition into stable housing. And we provide them with uh, $250,000 of funds uh, last year and additional funds this year to help them provide services to about 10,000 individuals annually uh, including shelter outreach and mental health housing, uh, counseling. So St. Francis Center mm-hmm. is one. Uh, another area that we've uh, worked closely with is Mikasa Resource Center, which serves especially low-income populations and people of color. And Mikasa has moved, currently moved all of its programming to a virtual format and a recent means assessment revealed a huge digital equity gap. Uh, as a result of their uh, in-person uh, programming at their uh, brick-and-mortar facility. And so beginning uh, recently, they've reopened their uh, computer labs, and next month they're going to be loaning Chromebooks to participants uh, they've also got an area where they've got an interest in financial service in their financial services career uh, pathway program. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we're helping them with that. We are, uh, it's called a financial stackables program. Uh, and we're helping them with that by hiring 
some of their graduates and working closely with them okay. uh, on, on that as well. Uh, and the last uh, uh, not-for-profit that I would mention is Women's Bean Project, which helps women overcome barriers to employment. Right. Uh, so we've provided uh, funds to them. Sounds like you're familiar with them. Yeah, I sure uh, am, actually. Uh, and so uh, last year they were one of our Neighborhood Builder Award winners, along with St. Francis Center. Uh, and so we provided $250,000 each and also leadership training. Uh, and as you know, Women's uh, Bean Project is helping women that are chronically uh, unemployed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we're teaching them uh, to work by uh, helping them uh, bring nourishing products to the marketplace, uh, including some of the country's largest uh, uh, grocery store and food retailers. Right. Incredible project doing a lot of good. And I hear you talk about all the ways you're giving back and people are like, wait a minute, you're a bank. It may not be what people think of when they think of the Bank of America, but yet you guys are a huge part of the Denver community. Why for you as market president, why is that so important? The crux of of why it's so important to us is because we realize that as a a bank uh, in a for-profit organization, we are only as strong as our communities. And so we really need to make sure that we've got strong, thriving, equitable communities. And that's why we're very focused on helping uh, locally uh, all of our not-for-profits, uh, and whatever we can do to be a good corporate citizen. Well, we talked when we started out about the not-for-profits and how they've been struggling through this pandemic. What kind of ways are you seeing them adapt and maybe change how they're doing things? We talked briefly about um, some of our not-for-profits uh, converting to delivering their services virtually. Mm-hmm. We mentioned how Mikasa uh, had done that. Uh, we're also working and looking at not-for-profits that are trying to address things such as the digital divide. We know that uh, roughly 12% of Denver area residents don't have access to Wi-Fi. 8% don't have access to uh, laptops or PCs. We know that many of those individuals are trying to apply online for uh, employees and benefits or their children are trying to learn remotely. And so we're supporting those not-for-profits and those students and those individuals so that we can help to break down that digital divide, if you will, uh, which has been created as a result of the coronavirus. And what do you hear from the nonprofits as far as their mood and the morale? So uh, many of them are digging deep. Their uh, need for services has gone up. Uh, Some of them uh, are are struggling a little bit, and some of them are uh, reaching out to private organizations like us to step up for additional giving uh, in this time of need. So it's across the board, but... For the most part, not-for-profits trying to do all they can uh, to help our communities. 
and, and the needs. For some of them, especially food banks and things like that, that need has jumped huge since all of this happened. It has. Uh, I know I spoke recently to the uh, Mile High Food Bank, and um, they have uh, uh, seen a, a dramatic increase uh, in, in need. Some of it is from uh, students that were getting meals at schools and now are missing out on that physical uh, sort of receipt of food. Mm-hmm. and looking to organizations like the food bank uh, to serve their uh, serve their uh, needs as well. Well, I've got to say, you set such an incredible example for the Denver market of giving back with the Bank of America. Uh, what do you hear from your employees? Because that's got to make them feel really good, too, to know that their bank, their place of employment is giving back like this. Our employees are, are super um, excited. Uh, in fact, uh, we had committed uh, as an organization, as a bank nationwide, Bank of America had committed to giving out $100 million on an accelerated basis to our local communities. As part of that effort, uh, we deployed uh, $1.6 million to 59 local uh, not-for-profits in Colorado, and our employees volunteer at many of those not-for-profits like the Food Bank of the Rockies. And so they were very excited uh, that we were able to commit additional funds locally. And we also got those out very, very quickly. Uh, In fact, many not-for-profits said we were uh, the first organization or one of the first organizations to reach out to them to ask them what their needs were. And this was back in mid-March when we made that $100 million commitment, mm-hmm. and we uh, distributed $1.6 million uh, to 59 uh, local not-for-profits. And that's got to make you personally feel really good about Bank of America. I'm very uh, proud and very excited uh, that uh, we, we have the ability and uh, also uh, are uh, taking action uh, in helping our uh, communities across uh, across the nation, but right here uh, in Denver as well. Exactly. And you do more than just the nonprofits. I know you were talking to me a little bit before we went on the air a little bit about sustainability and some of the things that you're doing to give back in the Denver community. So we're, uh, we're excited. Last year we um, uh, got behind an effort that the downtown Denver Partnership, the Denver Chamber, if you will, had on an initiative to increase the tree canopy in downtown Denver. Uh, if you've ever uh, been uh, in downtown Denver or on 16th Street, one thing you might realize is that we don't have a lot of green uh, trees or space. Mm-hmm. And so there's an effort to increase the tree uh, canopy. And as part of that effort, it's a partnership between the city of Denver, the downtown Denver partnership, and organizations like Bank of America. And so we contributed uh, $500,000 toward that effort. And what you're going to see over the next uh, couple of years is an effort to build out tree pits and grow 
uh, trees and put in a watering system and a lot more green space in downtown Denver. So uh, it's exciting because that's uh, going to come. And in addition to the normal benefits that you see from uh, trees and sustainability, there are a lot of other uh, benefits as well. Uh, trees also provide businesses with additional um, uh, foot traffic. It's mm-hmm. been, there have been studies that show that uh, foot traffic increases uh, where there's more green space. Uh, there are studies that show that it reduces crime. Uh, in addition to the obvious benefit of less uh, pollution and CO2. Right. So definitely a good thing to get behind for Bank of America. Tell me before we leave, I'm really curious about uh, what kind of banking habit changes have you seen personally for folks as, we're go- as we've gone through COVID-19 and this pandemic? So, Melissa, we've seen, uh, we've kept our financial centers open during this period as an essential service provider, but we're seeing a tremendous increase uh, in di- digital uh, banking. So uh, consumers are depositing their checks mobily. Mm-hmm. And in the past, and it might have been mainly millennials, but we've seen a real increase in uh, baby boomers like myself mm-hmm. uh, learning how to deposit checks via mobile uh, deposit. We have seen a real increase in uh, Zelle activity, and Zelle is a consortium that allows uh, Bank of America to transfer money uh, digitally. So uh, if I wanted to wire uh, $50 to you, uh, if I had your email or mobile phone number, I could do that very easily. So we've seen a tremendous increase uh, in that as well. So people are learning to use digital uh, services as a result of uh, COVID-19. Yeah, I have to admit, personally, I love it. It makes life so much easier. It, it's so much easier. Uh, I, I remember uh, having to spend part of my Saturday many times going to the bank, and now uh, just a fraction of minutes yep. uh, to deposit checks and uh, make, it, make it more convenient for you uh, to do banking. Well, we love it. Well, Raju Patel, the Denver Market President, Bank of America, thank you for talking with us. Thank you for talking with us about all that the bank is doing, but also about what you're doing in the community and how our community not-for-profits still need our help. I sure appreciate your time. Thank you, uh, Melissa, and have a great day. Thank you for taking the time and joining us. I'm Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. You can always listen to this again by going to the station's website and share it on social media. Go and have a blessed day, and I'll see you again next Sunday.